0: Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition of Politics and Radamick Berto, is your host. Thank you so kind of being a part of the show. We are gonna have a great show for you today, as usual, as usual, as usual. Welcome aboard, my brothers and my sisters. Bring MCP, welcome aboard. As well, we have a vet Avery Herod, our Union beautiful specialist. Eric Hayes, welcome to the party. AVQ is here on cue. Did I miss any of the early performers thus far? I don't think so, folks. Please remember if you're here. Give us that up arrow. Um, give us that thumbs up on YouTube. And also, please remember to give us that, that uh, what is it, a like on Facebook. And follow me on Twitter, Pal Egberto, at Egberto Willis, at E-G-B-E-R-T-O, at E-G-B-E-R-T-O, W-I-L-L-I-E-S. Tom C. is in the house, as well as A.C. Rodriguez, May Wood, welcome aboard. And the one and only Conroe, the Conroe Queen. Alistair Waters, welcome aboard, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Hey, for as far as, um, I don't know, yesterday I kind of triggered an email that I think both Bridge MCP and Radnin should have gotten for YouTube. Did you guys get it at all? I think it's a permission slip from YouTube. Did you get that from uh, me? If, If you got it, look in your junk mail or whatever because what it does is it gives you some moderation stuff to do. Okay, Michael Rodney said Gilberto, I got a few long ones today. Took a look at least one in particular, decide if it's newsworthy before reading them out. They're always newsworthy, so let's not let's not even go there. Okay, let's see what we got here. We got Michael Renin said, Presenza International Press Agency as a nation, as the world wonders aloud, why and how Twaits Glacier the planet's most solid long-standing ice sheet is ever close to crumbling. It's frankly disgusting and outrageous that even an issue, especially considering decades of warnings by scientists about the risk of fossil fuels that spew CO2 emissions into the atmosphere, blanketing heat now because of human recklessness in the face of warnings after warning. An ominous, horrific cycle of meltdown has already started the worst possible location on the planet, where over 120, 150 to 200 feet of water has remained frozen in time throughout human history until now forthwith its payback time after decades of human stupidity bordering on lunacy exactly right science has been right all along smart people know to adhere to the science okay that is so true that is so true that is so true all right let's see what else we got uh no email breach check check your junk mail breach and uh uh, and uh, as well as um Rodnin, because I gave you both of you permissions on YouTube so that you could go ahead and do some moderating, take some of the, the crap out when you find it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, continuing, continuing. Uh, I will do it again, then. I will do it again. Anyhow, Axios. Inflation in the U.S. is at a 40-year high, but America isn't alone. Soaring prices are truly global phenomenon. Douche bank. Analysis of of inflation across 111 countries puts the U.S. near the middle of the pack. Among those countries, the median is 7.9% year-over-year. Uh, year. Inflation has more than doubled from 3% one year ago, thanks largely to spike in energy and food prices exacerbated by Russia war in Ukraine. Biden inflation, right? <laughs> Conservatives love to get spoofed, uh, spoon-fed talking points from the right-wing bubble. Never bothering to look up the data themselves from outside the information silos. Turkey at 74% inflation. Argentina at 58%. Have the highest rates in G20. China and Japan have the low rates. China has price controls. While Japan has historically low inflation. It is funny. Right? I have a thing on inflation from uh, Stephanie Rule that I'm going to play, play a little bit later. But, you know, this stuff about inflation, it, it so drives me crazy because... What you know, I understand economics very well, and what drives me crazy more often than not is how we leave so much at the hands of the mythical market. When the mythical market, the pricing, and all these things are not done based on oh, this is costing me more and real scarcity, etc., it is just somebody say, Hey, we can create an excuse to charge more. It is so important for people to understand that. It is so important for people to understand that. I see, I'm I'm looking at two different chat screens. One, the ones that I'm reading and the one that is scrolling. And the one that is scrolling, it's great to be back in the studio uh, here in Houston because I can have a whole bunch of computers that I can look at at the same time with a big, big screen ready to go. But anyway, um, MMT has nothing to do with this. As I spoke about the slack in the economy... Uh, but uh, again, this is thievery. This is a ripoff. I ask all of you that are listening to me. This is so important. I'm asking all of you that are listening to me. Go through the monetary chain as to why things cost the amount they cost. And what you see is not a flaw. The the, the flaw that you see is the flaw in our economic system. Again, the, the people who control price and power understand that people have more money, the monies that they got from their from the, the stimulus package that they many people save, many people, instead of being able to save and buy other things, the people who control our economy says, we're going to just take it away from you because we have the power to, and since you want the stuff and you have the money, you're going to buy it anyway, right? That's why this model, this economic model is a fraud. It's a fraud that says, Those with power will continue to be able to keep those without power in their place. And we will choose who has no power to come into the power domain. In other words, we will decide if you will have a successful business. I'm talking in the aggregate now. And until we understand those dynamics, we will continue to allow. And and, and again, those people on the news... They're talking what they learned in business school. It's an indoctrination, an economic indoctrination. And we have to understand that. When you listen to Professor Richard, Richard Wolfe, he points it out, the same thing that I'm saying. I've been saying it for years. The interesting thing about it is, he is the one who knocks, knocks sense into me. He's the one who knocked the capitalist beliefs that I had based on numbers, solely on numbers, solely on math. Okay, continuing. New York Times, Buffalo shooting suspect, uh with the hate crime. I saw that. I Basically, he apologized to his mother and his parents and then said, but we had to do something to make sure that white people aren't wiped out or something to that nature. Makes no sense. Boing Boing! Jezebel and several other sources sharing unconformed information. Take it with a grain of salt. The American Muckrakers Pack. Lauren Boebert. Yeah, I haven't reported on that either because I don't have any information that I can claim is really valid, so I'm not going to read that about uh, if people want to find out about Lauren Bobert, what, what the rumor is about her, y'all can do that on your own, but I don't want to get into, she's a terrible person. She's a horrendous human being, but I don't want to talk about something that I don't know. Bridge MCP says, hi all, last night MSNBC, Texas DA won't release any info on shooting for six months. Of course not, because it showed the failure of their system here in Texas as well. That the, the blood of all those kids in, in um in, in Texas, it's on completely, completely on the hands of the Republican Party and our government. They might as well had held the guns themselves. Okay? They might as well had held the gun themselves. Because in Uvalde had they not allowed a eighteen year old to holding uh, uh, ar-15 those kids would be alive and i hope right now in texas by the way the polls are really closing very tightly the latest poll from quinnipiac which is usually uh based which is usually conservative based in other words it have a tendency to have a conservative bias it has the race now from within double digits to within five points I've seen other races that shows a virtual tie, forty-two, forty-three. And if we get out there to vote, the criminal that is uh, our governor will be gone. Mister, uh, he he will be gone. Both Patrick will be replaced by my neighbor, and uh, <laughs> yeah, my neighbor is running for lieutenant governor. So, yeah, uh, Collier, Michael, Mike Collier will replace him as well as, uh, well, you know who our governor is. All right, let's go continuing. We have Bridge MCP says, New footage sheds light, Greg Abbott. Man, I forgot it. Greg Abbott. New footage sheds light on GOP reps' pre rat capital tour. What started as a mysterious accusation from members reluctant to go into details has become more sharper and focus. It's no longer a point of contention that milk conducted a tour the day before the attack, which was itself odd due to the COVID restrictions when there were no tours at the time. According to the congressional investigators, the Republican uh, group nevertheless stayed for several hours, and surveillance footage shows them visiting House office buildings and the entrances to tunnels leading to the U.S. Capitol. And let me go ahead and play that, because I think it's important that you see this. The reality is, let me first, and you go, I, I only tell the truth here. The Capitol Police has cleared them. Let me just let you guys know that up front. The Capitol Police has cleared those thugs. But uh, you always have to wonder about the Capitol Police because remember, there are some of them that uh, many people reported were pretty much on the take. In other words, on Trump's side. In other words, supporting the attack on the Capitol. So when they say the police chief at the Capitol somehow said, ah, there is nothing suspicious about these guys taking pictures of entrances, I'll take that with a grain of salt. But let's go ahead and play that, and then we'll take it on the other side.
1: Some new back-and-forth drama over these new surveillance pictures from the Capitol released by the January 6th committee, pointing to the footage that they say raises questions about a tour that one Republican congressman gave to some constituents the day before January 6th. This is the video. And in it, you can see Republican Congressman Barry Loudermilk. With a group of people, his constituents, some, at least one, wearing what appears to be the former president's signature red hat, right, as they toured buildings inside the Capitol complex. This particular footage doesn't show them at the Capitol itself, but it does show them near, for example, entrances, etc. The committee noting they were taking pictures of areas not typically of interest to tourists, like hallways, staircases, security checkpoints. The committee had reached out to Congressman Loudermilk back in May, hoping he would voluntarily talk about that tour with them. Today, they re up that request. But keep in mind that just this week, the chief of the U.S. Capitol Police basically cleared Loudermilk and this tour, saying they don't consider any of what they saw
2: suspicious. Loudermilk himself is now saying that even though the committee's reached out twice now, his first argument is that he never got that outreach, was not
0: They've never sent me a letter asking me, never called me. They send it to you guys. So if they were interested in the truth... They had a year and four months to call me and talk. I would have been glad to talk to them about it because there nothing. There's nothing there.
2: So he's arguing there, of course, Hallie, the process piece of this. We've actually seen other Republican lawmakers say similar things, both in the cases where they were issued letters or where they were issued subpoenas. But a few other things really stood out to me from that several minutes long conversation that our team had with the congressman there. He said at one point that he didn't personally know the constituent. That's not necessarily surprising, given the fact that tours are organized for constituents through their members of Congress's office all the time. Of course, what is notable about this particular tour? which the congressman argues wasn't a tour, so much a meeting with him as the lawmaker, with his constituents, is that the Capitol complex at this point was closed. It was the height of the COVID-19 pandemic of 2021, so tours were not a normal thing to be happening. In fact, they only just became normalized a few weeks ago. The other thing, though, that is that stands out to me is the fact that, and you see the places where these folks were taking pictures, it's not the usual places that we see tourists taking pictures. It's the tunnels that link these external buildings to the central Capitol complex underground in the tunnels. What the congressman argues at one point is that picture in the stairwell there, for instance. He says there's a nice eagle sconce there. So he's trying to explain away some of the minutiae that the committee have brought up. But at the end of the day, the open question is, if you have this much to say, why don't you just talk to the committee? And his basic argument is, he lacks the good faith to do that.
0: Absolutely. So if you have so much to say, why not just talk to the committee? But of course they won't, because they know they're guilty as molasses, or whatever that phrase is. Okay, Eric says, question, does capital expense reduce profits? No capital expense is just another transformation of one form of an asset to another. Cash is an asset; a capital asset is an asset as well. So he says, no reduced cash flow and cash more important. Let's see, Eric, try to get your sentences right, sir. No reduced cash flow and is cash more important to a company than a paper profit number of the politicians? And you keep spewing every uh, everyone is ta- taken. If capital expense is low, cash balances will be higher. Whether you want to look or not, fossil fuel companies have lowered capital costs due to the current policy decisions of attacking and shutting down fossil fuels with executive orders and regulations via SEC. Again, I can't ask you to look at facts if you choose not to. There are 9,000 unused licenses. If they wanted to use your capital expenses to drill on those areas where there are known reserves, they could. What they want to do is the continuation of accumulation. Sets, in other words, they want to be able to put on their books as more. You know, uh, we open another place. That's on our books. We open another place that's on our books. That's what they want to do. The accumulation, and unfortunately, so many, so few people understand what these oil companies do. They just want to have, a, they, want, when they want when they're selling their stock to say, we have X number of million barrels in reserve. And if you don't have the lease, you don't have the reserve. Well, what about the reserve that you got now that really belongs to us all, that we as a country have allowed the, the plutocrats, the, 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 the corporations to milk us up. But that's the fact Eric Hayes they have where to drill if they want to. They reduce capital expenses, not because of policy, but because of money. Punto y final. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Alistair Water says, hi, everyone. Tom C. says, 95 degrees today in mid-Michigan. And then back in the 90s next week. Stop sending us your weather, Texas. Well, you know what? We would like you to send us some of that cool air that normally blows over the Great Lakes. But from what I'm hearing... Even those winds aren't blowing so cool. AC Rodriguez says, yo, yo, yo. Welcome, AC Rodriguez. Maywood says, how is everybody today? Everybody's doing today, my brother. Capital expenditures or capital expense is the money an organization or corporation entity spends to buy, maintain, maintain, or improve its fixed assets such as billings, we know that it is considered capital expenditures when the asset is newly purchased or when money is used towards extending the useful life of assets such as repairing the roof capital expenditures contrast with operating expenses where i why are you telling us that i think just about every person in here knows that the difference between apex and capex may not be immediately obvious for some expenses for instance repaving the parking lot may be thought of an inherent uh, uh, inherent to the operation of a shopping mall the dividing line items like these in its expense is considered capex if the financial benefit of the expenditure extends beyond the current fiscal year again those are semantics right remember there are rules in accounting you're an accountant you should know that there there are standards that we decide to agree on on how we are going to assert assets expenses and all these different forms or, or direction of capital and by the way I did all of that when I was working on my MBA, then decided, ah, no MBA, I'll just learn it on my own. So that's, that, that's you know, I, I followed that. I think I told you guys a story about when I was working on an MBA as an engineer, what the professor told us. But that's for another day. Eric also said, Berto, do you know what cash flow is and how important it is to a company? Of course. Have you looked at, say, Exxon or Shell or BP to see where the focus on renewable energy period, the regulation and shareholder support would be? They have shifted some capital expenses to this. They are mixing biofuels and investment in CO2. What these oil companies want to do is the following. They want to be the genesis, not the genesis, but they want to be the ones who are going to, after other people research, like in the case of biofuels, we have in Arizona, they're the, 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 the using, um, using, not biomass, but they're using algae to create oil. In different places... Look, Sin Fuels came... We spoke about Sin Fuels why? back in the Carter days. But because of Republican intransigence and their unbelief in science, we have been very slow in adapting these things, right? But anyhow... Anyhow, these corporations, the oil companies, they want to slow things down so that they will be the ones who profit from green energy. Let's get real here. Period. That, nothing else. Okay, Daniel Adel says, an article on Daily Coast calling for killing conservatives still upline. Hypothetical, its finest. Hmm, wow. Why don't you go complain? I looked at it and I read it differently after after the show. Dave Smith says, no, it was a Democrat spying on Trump. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, no email, Egberto. I will go ahead and send it again. I, I don't send it directly when I give you permission on the thread. It sends it to your email address. But let me tell you what I'd like you to do. Please, uh, both uh, R- uh, Rudnan Rudnin and, uh, and and Bridge MCP, send me the email that you're using with uh, with um, YouTube. Maybe that's what it is. I have each of your emails, but I don't know if it's the same one that you use under YouTube. So send it to me, and then I'll make sure it goes. Send it to info at politicsunright.com. Michael Rudnan said, I checked my email. Didn't find the email either. Checked all. Okay, uh, send me the email, YouTube, each of you, my dear brothers and sisters. Eric Hayes says Harris County epidemic claims 175th victim, 22 year old and convicted felon accused of killing nine year old girl was free from jail on multiple felony bonds. Okay. Terrible, terrible. Daniel Ledo, inflation is due to MMT. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. No. Inflation is due to corrupt corporations who decided to take advantage of the ignorance of people who actually believe that it's not the corporation's job with price and power. That's what it really is. In every case is, like, do you like high prices? Well, enjoy, sir. And if you are rich enough, good. Give some of your extra to those who need it. No, I look, uh, before I did this, I I, I was sort of awash, but I've spent up all my stuff now because I decided to do the right thing. I, and the right thing, in my opinion, was to live a happy life and believe in trying to make everybody else's lives happy, and uh, including yours, sir. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Para ver, para ver, para ver, we have, it says here. Oh, wow, a lot of mail. You guys are busy today. There are nearly 400 million guns in the US, some 120 guns for every 100 Americans. Half the privately owned guns are owned by 3% of the population. Chris Hedges, love Chris, interviewed him once before. Laughing my A off, Egberto. The problem you have with economics is that you know the basics, but then you go off the deep end. Left side, blaming things that aren't the reason for the problems. And again, what is it that you disagree with? There is a bunch... Okay, you believe in supply and demand. True? Yes. All right. So there is a large supply of oil out there still. In other words, we've already already postulated that Americans have only dropped their intake of gasoline by 2% with this rise in price. And nobody has had any problems finding gasoline or oil or diesel anywhere. There is ample supply, right? And not only is there – and let me tell you why there is ample supply. Because there's a lot of cheating as well. China is buying a whole lot of Russian oil on the cheap. And India is buying a whole lot of Russian oil on the cheap. And if you believe the truth that is, that oil is fungible, right – It means that if India is not buying oil from Shell and Exxon anymore Or or China is not buying oil from the majors But buying the clandestine oil from Russia Then you can understand why we really don't have a shortage We don't have a shortage, there's a fact Now why are they raising the prices? Because they can tell you, they can lie to you, to anyone who is gullible And say Russia is causing the price of oil here is a counterintuitive thing, people. Russia at war, producing the same amount of oil as it did, because the war is not in Russia. The war is in Ukraine. So, therefore, Russia's oil, and they're probably pumping more than normal anyway, should be bringing down the price of oil. Oh, counterintuitive. Because you're buying all the crap you're hearing on TV. Go to India and read the Indian newspapers. They are filling themselves up with Russian cheap oil. And China is doing the same thing. That means China and these guys aren't buying oil off the real market, the, 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 the high price market. Which means there should be somewhat of a glut, right? Why do you think... The oil companies really aren't drilling. Oh, they're going to say, oh, it's Biden. He has these policies that are, that are stopping this. No, it's not Biden. They are making a calculated decision that costs all of us money. When in reality, there is likely a glut of oil. Oh my God, Egberto, that is counterintuitive. The Biden tax, even Biden is, I mean, the, the Putin tax, even Biden. I don't, I think Biden even himself knows the truth. I think he's lying. There should be a glut of oil. Yes, Europe is not buying oil, but India and China are buying oil from elsewhere. And don't think that Brazil and all these countries aren't getting that cheap oil and put it and rebranding that oil on. The market. I mean, so folks, please. I wish, I wish you won't just buy what you hear on TV. I wish you'd listen to what you hear on TV, listen to what I say, listen to what everybody else say, and then do some thinking on your own. Please. Um, you see, exactly. Exactly. So, folks, I think you guys have to. You know, one of the things that you get from politics done right is you're not going to get the same old BS that you're going to get on TV. Oh, think this way. You need to think that way. And all these different ways they want to tell you. They want to tell you why the prices are high. No. The thing. Yeah, Biden gave you a lot of money. And that money, they know you have it. And because they know you have it, they know if they raise their prices, you're going to still buy it because you want it. And then the prices stay there. Man, we are taken to the cleaner so often. And because we are gullible into believing the things that they tell us, we just take it. We just take it. We just let them kick us and say, kick us one more time, please. All right, let me continue here. So, so, uh, Brother John Smith, I know what I'm talking about, John Smith. I really do. So please listen and analyze it and go ahead and check it out. Roberto Lewis says, Saludos a politics done right. Egberto Lewis says, Egberto, the polls are, you are quoting uh, polls on Texas. What is it saying about your Biden? Biden is in the tank. His ratings are in the tank. I think Biden and Democrats are some of the lousiest, the lousiest promoters of themselves. In fact... Uh, let me show you something that I did on my Twitter today. I want, because in, today uh, we actually have, we actually have in, let me go ahead and say where this is at. I think I have it posted on my thing and I'm going to show you guys this in a minute. In Texas, right, a Republican won in a Latino Democratic district. And I sat there and I'm like, it is just amazing that that has occurred. Not that Latinos shouldn't vote for, you know, I mean, so this is what I placed. This is what I went ahead and I posted. I want to put it on the screen for you guys. I posted the following. Republicans' seat flip in South Texas should scare Democrats. And I mean that. And then I say, Republicans invest in radio, emails, tweets, And a lot of pertinent messaging continuously in Florida and Texas to misinform Latinos. It pays off because people feel uh, someone is trying to earn their vote. It does not matter that the GOP will screw Latinos. They think being ignored is not much better. So they will sock it to Democrats as they demand a return on their GOP investment. Democrats better engage now. And continuously I mean you'd, How do you Allow a? How do you allow And by the way folks that's on my twitter feed Please go ahead and subscribe to my twitter um, I can go ahead and put the link To my twitter in there It is uh, twitter Let's see HTTP uh, twitter That I think it's twitter.com Dot com Slash Egberto Please go ahead and and, uh, subscribe to my Twitter Or rather um, follow me on Twitter So anyway, I put that out today And the reason I put that out is I don't think enough people are looking at things The way they really should be looking at it Okay, the duck that quacks says I was busy packing sold items I didn't have time for PDR Oh, the duck that quacks You didn't have time for us You hurt our feelings so badly Duck that quacks That's all right. We still love you. 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 All right. I'm going down the list again. Uh, Egberto Poles, let's see what else I got here. Alistair Waters says, we won't get anything on Uvalde until the holidays are over and in the new year. Of course, they want also, they want to get us past the election, right? That's why they said six months. All right. Eric Hayes uh, recalls for EV reasons. Yep. More, uh what's the problem? I mean, don't we have recalls on, on, on regu- regular gasoline motor vehicles every day? I have two recalls that are active right now on two of my cars. I don't see a problem. Lee Grant says, the Wolfman is a neo-Marxist. And what's the problem with that again? If he's telling the truth? Bridge MCP says, we won't get it till after the elections. That's what they want. E2247 says, decaying small town shuttered textile and paper mills. Dead end jobs. City bars where veterans drank away their trauma. Chris Hedges. You know, I, I uh, we honored Chris Hedges with the Houston Peace and Justice Center, so we brought him into Houston. Chris, brother Chris, is a dark guy. Uh, he has very little hope for anything. I love him, but my God, I wouldn't have posted that if I knew you had this, Egberto. Willis, you are too good. Oh no, girl, you post. You are supposed to post all these things, my girl. You guys keep me on my toes. Maywood says, oh, that's the com- conversation. All right, AC. Uh, r- that is a conversation between rudden and another person. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Um, Bridge MCP says, do you want to learn the real reason fuel prices have increased so much? This is not a news clip or paraphrase of someone's statement. Nor is this fictitious meme created in a Russian troll form. This is a direct statement from the CEO, EOG shareholders, and the market report and earnings. EOG was petroleum section of Enron. EOG was spun off after Enron and other companies operating in a manner similar to Enron nearly collapsed. Uh, the California utility industry with, uh, let's see, with U.S. stock market. EOCs is currently ranked around Fortune 337. What he said, I, I don't know if this is the one that you're talking about, Breach, but he said, we're not going to drill anymore. We love what we're seeing. Those prices are high, and our reserves are not drawn down. Why drill more? We can make more profits, ship less product, and the suckers called Americans are just going to buy it. And as long as we have people that like some of you in our room, that continuously give the benefit of the doubt to the corporatocracy, then it will continue. You give the benefit of the doubt to the corporatocracy, and that is what continues to happen. Okay, I'm going to continue with your messages, but I want to play something that I was supposed to play yesterday with um, Starbucks. How even... well? I'll play it. You can see it and understand what we're talking about. So here we go. Let's talk about the hubris of a CEO, Howard Schultz, who came out of retirement to run run Starbucks again. Oh, he hates unions. I want you to listen to this and then we'll go ahead and take it on the other side because there's just something here that just irks all of us.
3: Could you ever see doing that and embracing the union as part of it? No. Why not? the primary reason is we are in business to exceed the expectations of our customers a hundred million people come into Starbucks the customer experience will be significantly challenged and less than if a third party is integrated into our business and because they're not acting in good faith because we have we have a different view and Aaron, let's I don't want to spend the entire time of the union come on but, but I, just, I just want to understand it because there's headlines every day yeah. about you know, this is at Starbucks, but this is everywhere else as well, Amazon and, and others. But I think there's a, there's a focus on is there, is there a way for companies and unions potentially to work together? And, and you know, given how progressive your company has been, there's lots of people who look at, at, at Starbucks. I was looking at a headline, yeah. Starbucks is a latte liberal until it's not. Well. This is, it's, it's a mean, mean headline, National Review, by the way. <laughs> Uh, not the New York Times. But, uh, but I, I say it, be, yeah. I, oh, I only no. say it because I think that there's a question is there a way for both to live in harmony? My belief is that we have built a company that is centered
0: around exceeding the expectations of our people and our customers. Right. And that is the vision we have for the future of the company. Uh, it, let's be real here. The fact of the matter is, you are a corporation. Starbucks is a corporation. is considered a an individual entity that should be governed by laws. That is governed by laws. Secondly, let's recall that uh, we should have a baseline for employees. And you know what? The only way to guarantee that is to have unions. That you're going to come out and say, "Well, you know, we are good people. We don't need we don't need the bargaining power." of these employees getting together, because we the masters, we the masters are going to treat them just the way they need to be treated. They are going to exceed our customers' expectations and we will do right by them because we are just so good. Well, you know what? With every corporation, the only things that matter is profits. And whenever doing well by the employee or doing well by the consumer affects a uh, profit, then unless... Unless that employee can empower, power in lieu of just leaving the corporation to go to another one, the only choice they have is unionization where they can bargain competitively at the same level eye to eye with the corporation. Yes, the customer can walk. But the employee, if he doesn't have the totality of protection of all businesses, does not have that. So Mr. Schultz, Leave your hubris alone, Mr. Schultz. You are a corporation. This isn't your thing. It's a public company. It's a corporation. And a corporation was given certain rights to follow rules of existence in the business climate that we create. Now, you know, a whole lot of changes there. But until we get them, live within the rules. Absolutely live within the rules. Anyhow, on another, uh, Michael Rodden have a good one. Sometimes you got to go simple with these, well, who refuse to learn. Someone copy-paste this part. What is Marxism? It boils down to two simple ideas. The world is split into multiple classes, groups of people. Yes, there is a class conflict. When workers realize their exploitation, they will revolt and take over ownership of factories and materials. I mean, look, you know what is... You know why slavery lasted as long as it did? Because even the slaves thought that that was the natural order of things, right? It takes a long time to take the common man and say, no, it's not the natural order. Capitalism isn't the natural order of things. Having somebody who makes all their monies on stocks, etc., while everybody else do the real work isn't a natural state of things. All these are man-made economic systems designed so that some would have advantages over the other. Until we understand that, you know, and and then you create a story around it. Oh, the world has never been better. uh, Capitalism has taken X amount of folks out of poverty, and they tell you all of that, right? Of course, you don't see capitalism is an abstracting force. You don't see for us to live as good as we live in America— what we have to do elsewhere—it's not a zero-sum game, or actually, it's a, it is a zero-sum game. But anyhow, that's for another day. All right, let's continue. What we got here? Better to—I'll check again. Yeah, I've, I have two interviews today, Rodnin, So I probably won't get to given permissions again till probably after eight o'clock. But I'm going to get it done. Uh, Bridge, send me your, the correct email to use for for um, YouTube as well, and I'm going to make sure to get that done. You guys are invaluable. Um, okay, let's continue. I deduct that quack says I've driven 6,000 miles this year and haven't used a drop of petrol. Get an EV, man! You're you are our hero here. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Peggy Lopez: says, Synthetic fuels have been discussed. Research from the 1950s. Oil industry bought up many of the patents and now and threw them away. Who knows where we? And it, it's simple, right? Regular fossil fuel, you just dig it up and it's ready to go. Sin fuels, you got to produce. You know, it's another step. It's more expensive. The Duck That Quacks says consumers will win the battle when they get smarter. I, I agree with you. And E224 a seven minute read transcript of America's Gun Fetish by Chris Hedges. Egberto, I sent the email I use with YouTube to your FB message right now. Thank you for so kindly, sir. I will check it. Eric Hayes says, fill her up and keep the pumps going. British MCP, Eric, I don't know what your reply. <laughs> Alright, I'm continuing, uh, continuing the Duck That Quacks says cha- I don't know what you're talking about, brother but brother Duck That Quacks, but you know, love what you're saying. All right, let's see. Eric Hayes says, you would rather the U.S. deflect environmental issues to Venezuela and Iran and op- OPEC oil versus America where technology is better and jobs would increase and the government would get – no, I'm not saying that at all. You're saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying if we have corporations that don't want to do the job, there are other countries and everything else that want to do the job that's there, period. There's no magic about it. Eric A says, India and China are taking care of their security interests, and America is putting us in peril with the policy. I don't see how. I don't see how, but, you know, what can I say? Egberto, you have it correct. C- this is from Michael Rodden. Egberto, you have it correct. CNBC, China quickly increases purchase of low price Russian oil. And so is India. But India is not even hiding it. India comes right on and says, that's what we're doing. We're looking out for our country. They're saying, you don't want us to do X, Y, and Z, but you don't want to invest in X, Y, and Z either. You made your money polluting the air. America and and Great Britain were the leaders in the Industrial Revolution, where they threw most of the carbon that is in the air today, they threw it there. And as we have to remove it or reduce the amount, they want all the rest of the world to reduce their carbon footprint. Well, America, Britain, and the European countries who threw most of that crap up in the air, They have to do their part to help the other countries because, again, that stuff is what they put up there, right? That's what we put up there. Melanie Keelan says, hi, everybody. Hi, Melanie. Great to see you, my beautiful lady. Michael Rodney says, since the 1970s, oil exchanges usually were made in dollars, but that hegemony is coming to an end. Bloomberg, Russia oil and oil paid in yuan starts heading to China. Doesn't surprise me at all. Doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, my God. Thank you, Bridge. It's 4.45 and I haven't had my ask. So let's go ahead and do my ask and then we'll continue. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the Internet seated with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all. To everybody so that it's not misread misled by any other entity we make sure and populate that internet with blogs with videos with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that that are lying at the right we also make sure to create articles in, in magazines articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics Done Right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep... Yes, we, politicsdonright.com, depends on you. Please go ahead and consider getting the books as well. I tell you, it's a solid read. I promise you there's much to learn from our books, our articles, our blogs. Please don't forget to uh, sign up at Medium. Uh, That helps my writing as well. The link is at oh, com slash membership medium.egbertowillies.com/slash-membership. Please consider getting a membership at Medium. You don't only get to read my stuff; you get to read from great authors, and you have a ton of really good authors out there. So please consider becoming a part. You know, there are a lot of ways to support what we're doing, and 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 you get different things for supporting what we do we're not just saying oh we want your money we want to give something of value we, whether it's our books whether it's just having these great conversations and talking to you that is what we want to do 21 watching 11 thumbs up please listen to bridge mcp give us a thumbs up on youtube or a like on facebook i saw a total of over 40 people on right now i will you know eventually we're going to get get up there but anyhow let's go ahead and continue let me see where i'm at uh, I gotta go back into the scroll, Melanie Keelan. I I got to you already. The duck that Quack says have sold almost two thousand worth of merchandise on eBay in the past ninety days. Moved thirty four items. You go, boy. You kicking you're kicking butt on eBay. You know I've not used eBay in over ten years. I don't think it's been a long time since I've used eBay. All right, Eric says Biden gave nothing. We have it punto final. Actually, you know what? Uh, w- you're right. I just used that Biden directed the money. But you're right. Biden didn't give us anything. That's all our money that's being placed. So you're right about that, Eric Hayes. Uh, AC Rodriguez is talking to Lee Grant. Let's see what else we got here. The Duck Duck question. I'm so busy packing, so I didn't have time for PDR. Oh, I'm so hurt. No, I know. You do what you got to do, brother. Love you anyway. My gasoline-powered Acura was recalled six times. There you go. You heard that, Eric? And uh, the EV one time? Huh. Uh, the Duck That Quack says, UPS made over $350 in shipping costs. There you go. Uh, Paul Fleming Sr. checking in. Uh, Michael Rudin says, those conversations with me and the conversatives in the chat, if you don't read them out, they'll never read it. I try to read them out, uh, Michael and I, a lot of. The- oh, you mean when you're talking directly to somebody. I got you. I didn't know that. Okay. We'll, we'll take care of that going forward. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Egberto, you're chatting, sharing, learning, isn't free. Support the show. Thank you, Bridge. Love you, girl. The Duck That Quacks says, buy another 19 miles per gallon 4x4. Bridge MCP says, ha the Duck That Quacks. Egberto, if the oil companies are bad, why don't you and others boycott using fossil fuels and go all renewable and see where you get? We can't get anywhere because, again, we are not at that point where we can do it. But when we can, that's their biggest fear. We will. Starbucks is progressive? Apparently not. I, I used to love Starbucks because the way it treated its employees, it does treat its employees very well. But there are some stores that are different than others, and we do, they do need a union. Ken Ashcom, welcome to Politics and Right. I'm not saying that right now. Oh, let me see. There's one problem with that, Egberto. Insurance is not available for those ships that are going to Russia, so we're going to see the loss of that oil. Um, I get you. But I mean, again, that oil isn't for us. What it is, um, brother Ashkan, is that that oil is going to other countries, which remove the burden of or the stress on the market from, you know, let's say, uh, let's say, Europe was buying from Russia. That excess Russian oil that uh, goes to China, so China doesn't buy some oil that it was normally would have got to get off of the, the 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 market. So that oil, fungible, can go back to. <laughs> to Europe. So, in effect, we should really have a fall in price. We should have a drop in price in oil. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but this is how terrible the, these capitalists are. They can screw you because they can lie to you and screw you. Again, think about this the amount, the total, the aggregate n- amount of oil on the market has not changed. In fact, it may have gone up because Russia, to, for, to pay for that war, probably pumping at full capacity. Going against what OPEC, you know, uh, what the the deal they made with OPEC. Likely that's what they're doing. So they're pumping. And they have buyers that would buy that oil for cheap, including a lot of folks who go make a lot of money on buying it for cheap. That means that technically speaking, we have a lot of oil on the market. And that's why these drillers aren't running to drill. They know the truth. They know the truth. That's why they're not drilling. If they thought, If they thought this stuff was sustainable, they'll be drilling yesterday because they have where to drill. So what they do is they blame the administration to try to coerce them into giving them leases they don't need to have. And at the same time, they don't have a shortage. It's a trick. It's a capitalist trick. Remember what we always say. There's no humanity in capitalism. It's all about the mighty buck. Capital over humanity. Ken Ashkin says there is one problem with that. I read that one already. I'm not saying that right now that there aren't being taken. We aren't being taken. I know you know that, brother. I know you know that. Okay, that quite says, "Hey, can you think?" Roberto says, "Sometimes I get a mixed feeling from one listener. Why does anyone think to be happy you must be rich? You can be poor and happy, or rich and miserable at the same time." Uh, 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 all of the happy. I know some of my friends Been millionaires And few of my associate millionaires And miserable has held Me personally just want to be happy In my journey with people Love, respect in whatever li- lives Again, this is just my thoughts And a very important thought Roberto Because you know what I thought And as my brother You know what I gave up To do what I'm doing And I'm very, very happy Doing what I'm doing and the happiest part about doing what I'm doing is knowing that I have the PDR Posse that's going out there and we are all being educated together and also promoting the truth together. That is what it's all about. Thank you, Tom C., for telling folks to pump that, that like up on, on Facebook. We also need it to pump up on on uh, on all the other platforms. Come on, Mouse. Get back to working. There we go. The Duck That Quacks says, any one honest ambition can clean up the U.S. Honest ambition. Yeah, they could. Michael says, Starbucks offers $17 per hour wages. What's a living wage in most cities? About around $25. Progressive, what a joke. Until corporations embrace unions and raise wages and benefits, including healthcare, vacations, etc., they are going to be progressives. Duck That Quacks agrees. Eric Hayes says, when you use Marxism to do evil against others, then there is a problem, not one. I I don't know what evil you're talking about. It is is funny how people bifurcate, not not bifurcate, but twist things around, right? It's like Republicans saying, "Uh, we are the the terrorists when they terrorized America. Or they say they love, they they believe in their pro-life, but a kid is born, they don't want to help. Uh, people are trying to come over from the border from from an earthquake. They don't want them. So everything, uh, people are poor. Jesus says, you know, feed the poor. They don't want to do that. You go item after item, but they are the pro-life party. Right? They are the pro-life party. But they do nothing to maintain life. Same thing with those people who always attacking those of us who want the state to play a big part in your life. Because, again, it is we the people. They lie to you. They say, oh, that's tyranny. No, it's not tyranny. What's tyranny is when you have a bunch of people making money on your backs and using you as antiseptic slaves. That's tyranny. All right, let's see what else we got here Uh, coming down. We're coming close to the end of the program. we only got about five minutes. Carl Cox is in the house, huh? Before that, Michael Ronis Egberto, when a supermajority of the American public earns so little they don't pay federal income taxes, that's an indication that our version of capitalism is broken. From Yahoo, 61% of U.S. households paid no federal income tax last year. It's exactly, Rudnan. But, you know, if you listen to uh, Scott, Rick Scott, from uh, the senator from Florida, He's going to tell those people who don't make enough to pay taxes, hey, you at least have to have skin in the game. You got to pay some taxes even though we, we're taking we're sucking it to you everywhere else. You got to have skin in the game. Thank you for pointing that out, Rodney. Carl Cox says some union members are bad employees. However, upper management is terrible. Co-ops are best business model because employees own their business, not parasite management. Again, Cox the one thing I have to say about unions... Unions are ju- no different than a government. You elect them. You have the choice to elect good people or not. The problem is with the bad unions... There several people elect bad reps. Eric Hayes says... I don't think you will shame India or China. Why would I want to shame India or China? Let me tell you something about I- Ukraine and China. And all I, I feel for the, the, the massacre that's happened against the human beings the people who are not military. But when it comes to Russia and Ukraine and all, I mean, look, I saw how the Ukraine people that Americans are helping treated people of color. Should I really think that they are much different than Russia? I mean, I, I mean as far as I'm concerned, I want to make sure the average Ukrainian is safe. I want to make sure the average Russian is safe. I want to make sure the average American is safe. Notice what I'm doing there. People are people. Most people are good. All these wars are guys that are saying, let's see who can bring it, who is bigger, how we can exploit the most. But the people, the human beings, those are who I have concerned about. All right. Daniel Ledeau says, we should be very cautious as people when we have political opponents calling for the extermination of their political opposition. I don't want that at all. But you're going to keep bringing up uh, that thing. But you can keep bringing it up. Uh, Let's see what it is. It's hard for us to convince anyone else to clean up their house when ours is in an obvious mess. That is such a true statement. Twenty-one watching, 11 thumbs up. Okay. Video excerpt. Uh, transcript for uh, Chris Hedges. I'll look at that later. Eric case says, not sustainable because of regular... Oh, there you go. John Smith, promoting the lies. John Smith, anytime you were to tell me about a lie, I would be more than happy to co-opt to it. Anyway. Egberta. when conservatives talk about... This is from Michael Rennett. About Marxism being evil as them, what they think taxes are good for, and you'll get an understanding of their mindset. Rugged individualism even if it harms. The thing about it is it's not all that individual because they can't live as individuals. People are fleeing California to Mexico. That shows how bad leftist policies are. Yeah, so uh, uh I guess Obreedor is not a leftist. Huh? He's a leftist, as a leftist you can go. Pérez obrador from the, the president of, of Mexico, he's a leftist. Don't forget, we didn't want him as a president. Uh what is his name? What? They, they have a, a, a kind name that they call him. I don't remember what they call him. A.B.K. says, John Smith, you know there's telecommuting jobs where people work from home during the pandemic. Yep. That's why people are leaving cities. All right. The petroleum industry is nationalized, I believe. We need to. But also in in Mexico, it is nationalized. It's called Pemex. I had a project with them. It's funny because I went there and realized I had a problem. I learned engineering in English. So when I started to talk to them in Spanish about the project, I'd be like, Lo que tenemos que hacer, hacer un hueco con el tool, porque el sonic bond tool, cuando manda la onda, lo que va a pasar es esto. Anyway, folks, I can't read all the rest of your notice. I just want to say thank you so kindly, all of you, for being here. Love you all. I got to get out of here. I have an interview in 15 minutes that I have to prepare for. So, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! Out!